Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/spoken today. If you would take an old married couple but young brothers and mix that that's me and rhino man On Cultaholic Highland, we welcome one half of the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions. It's flipping Heath. Heath's here. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. Man, we said it at the same time, man. It's like a duet. It's like, like we knew that twins. was going to happen. <laughs> your Twitter is the best because all of your retweets are just, oh, baby. It's brilliant. <laughs> hey, hey, man, Twitter has it out for me for some reason, man. I don't understand. I want to punch punch Twitter in the mouth for, at the moment. <laughs> Bro, literally, everything I post, it's like, oh, special content. You know, people... <laughs> They have to, you know, they have to be eighteen and older to post it. I'm just like, I just retweeted something and said, "Look at this, baby." You know, and, then, and do you know what it is? I'm getting flagged for it. Do you know what it is, right? And it's a shame because it, it might it might change how you tweet. But because you put "oh baby" for everything, it might think you're spam, or it might think you're just spamming the the the, the timeline. Well, maybe they need to, you know, look at it and know who the hell's tweeting. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. Oh, it's on them it's on them it is uh, on them you're having more fun on instagram there's a lovely photo on there at the moment of you rhino and pj black uh bro, that was a very special reunion wasn't it brother i'm not gonna lie to you like i literally have waited years and i mean years like almost a decade to to get that picture of all of us together hanging out saying hello like you know like because those are my two tag team you know that we won titles we won gold together you know me and terry and two different feds so it's like it's it's a cool moment for me and i love uh, angel to, well i call him angel because back in the day in developmental he was just an angel you know like just an angel you know? <laughs> see what they did there i get it now no he did that they didn't do it he did that ah yeah he, he was a pretty boy back in the day man like he, now he looks like you know like a majestic wizard you know but back in the day <laughs> dude he was like rico suave like he was you know he was the man uh, but now it's like it was just so cool to get like 
you know, my two tag partners that we won major gold with together in a pitcher, like that meant a lot to me. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was a cool moment for me. Uh, nah, it was lovely to see. We'll talk all about uh, your your current tag partner and the story around it and all that other good stuff as we go. But the reason that we're here, Heath, primarily is to send you metaphorically onto a desert island. Ooh. And, baby. And, <laughs> and to, to do that, we're going to give you three wrestling matches that you can watch whilst you are there. So three matches from any promotion, any time period that, that have some special significance to you. I haven't got to be the best matches ever and we're going to be the worst matches ever but matches that have a certain importance to you that you particularly love what would you like your first match to be Heath? brother i can't do three. Oh, can you try i mean i could definitely try but my goodness it's so hard because there's That's so the... many matches that i want to keep with me you know what i mean mm. not, just, not, not just my matches i mean like the matches i grew up watching that got me loving wrestling you know yeah i mean all right, Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect, SummerSlam. Nice. So that, that one jumped out very quickly. Oh, that a lot of people say that. Oh, so what oh, made? Oh, that. Oh, well, anyway, that match to me is the perfect match. Like, bar none, two of the best athletes in there having a good time and mixing them up. You know, like to me, that match was. If you, if you want to know exactly how to do an amazing match i don't even know if i can do it to be honest but that's the match to watch to me and then you have to go with like take your sean the first one you know at mania you know that match to me was i'm, I'm up in the sky box box just watching it just being like amazed you know and i feel like that match right there is one of those matches too that you're just like holy hell how do you top that match but then as a kid I absolutely love the match. All right, I'm a huge Sting, Mark. I, mean, I love Sting. Sting's my man. Sting is the, you know, be-all of wrestling to me. I love some Stinger. Um, so there was a, I don't know if it was like a Clash of the Champions or maybe a Super Brawl or something like that, but like Sting got jumped on stage. His knee went out on him. He's supposed to be wrestling Rick Rude that night. Polly dangerously is Rick Rude's uh, manager. Next thing you know, Sting's carting off in the ambulance. He ain't going to be able to wrestle tonight. Main event time happens. Polly dangerously is in the ring. You know what? If Sting can't make it to the ring, you're champion. There will be ravishing Rick Rude. Oh, baby. You know, this and that. Next thing you know, all of a sudden, the ambulance show up. It's cutting the corners. It's going 55 and a 25. They're going to get into the arena. Sting hops out. His tights are cut. His knees wrapped. He's hopping to the ring you have young Barry Windham and Dustin Rhodes over there saying Stinger this way at the ring this way they say you know Sting's hopping and whipping that way he cuts through the side curtain his music hits my god it's like holy shit Sting here you know he jumps up on stage and then Rick Bruce starts battling I think he damn gorilla press slammed his ass Boom, <laughs> brother that shit Woo. like you're, you're, you got goosebumps right now, don't you? I love when a match does that. When 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 people come on here and describe a match like that and how it just their, their inner child comes comes pouring oh, out when brother, they talk about I, I it. I can still watch that, and I I'm like I want to have that moment. I want to do <laughs> I'll injure my leg in the beginning of the night. Let me come back in an ambulance, you know. <laughs> 
Let's not wish any more injuries on you, Heath. Let's not wish any more injuries. Bless you. You've been through the ringer, my man. How about um, that? Yeah, I don't need any more. <laughs> with that match, um, so that was one that you 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 say you were a kid, you were a stinger mark as a kid. Oh, how yeah. how old would you have been when you saw that particular match? Shit, I mean ten, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was a young one, man. When, what got you into wrestling? Can you remember the first time that you that you drank it in? It was my grandfather, man. It's all his fault. I blame him for everything. It's all, I mean, he passed away right before I made it to television. So it sucks that he didn't really get to see, like, me make it, make it, you know? But he, like, knew me in developmental. He would go around with the Polaroids showing everybody all the pictures of me and stuff. Like, he was that diehard. Like, I, I didn't have a dad growing up, you know? So, like, two years old on, it was like I only knew my grandfather and my office, you know? So it was like one of those stories. But nah, man, I blame it all on him. Like, he's the one that got me watching it. He's the one that had me on his knee watching it at the living room, you know? He had me going to these indie shows at the bingo halls watching these, you know, whoever, the, the big fan dude versus the damn whatever, you know? Like, he had me going ever since I was a kid, you know, because he loved it. So I blame it all on him, man. He planted the seed, and that damn thing grew into an oak tree. You know what I mean? What's is there a particular memory? It hasn't got to be a match, uh, but like a memory that comes out when you talk about like your your granddad taking you to the indie shows. Is there a particular yeah. memory that jumps out at you? I remember one time me, and my mom, my papa. Well, I call him my papa. You know, he's my pal. Um, we went to it was the Beckley Armory and uh, Raleigh Kelly, where I grew up. Uh, NWA would go there. And I remember watching the Rock and Roll Express versus the Midnight Express. And they were fighting for the U, the U, the USA tag team titles. There was a world tag team titles and the United States tag team titles. And they were fighting for the US tag team titles. And I just remember that match just because he was there and I was there. And it was like a vague match I remember. I remember seeing Big Van Vader that night, Sid Vicious that night, Sting, Lex Luger, those guys, you know what I mean? But like, and then, you know, 20 years down the road, I'm actually wrestling Sid Vicious. I'm wrestling Big Van Vader. I met, I'm meeting Sting. I'm meeting Lex Luger. And it's just like, what the hell? Oh, that, that, that knockabout that you had with Sid on Raw. Very, oh, incredibly dude. memorable. Because for, for many, it was the first time we'd seen Sid in ages. Like, know, since, right? so, since his leg broke. Yeah, on, on live pay-per-view. Like but you know what I mean. No, 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 but it's, it's, it's what happened. He went for a yeah, move yeah. off the top rope. And I was I remember watching it as it happened. I was, I was like, this is awful. I was watching that, bro. Oh, when I was in high school. Woo. Yeah, that did that would that obviously at that point were you were you wanting to become a wrestler? Oh like, yeah. So like, like inside though, I never let it out too much. Like my close friends knew. And I I mean, I used to backyard wrestle and do all that stuff on the trampoline, but we would put tires underneath it and old mattresses we'd find at the junkyard just so it wouldn't like make us bounce everywhere. We'd have like a little bit of a solid surface. But yeah, man, dude, we backyard wrestled. We got pyro from the flea market we had a little set that we built like we were into it man what was your um, what was your backyard wrestling name and persona brother, I, had like, I had like five of them because we all had to play different characters because there was only like six of us doing it <laughs> so we had like three matches a night oh god you were uh, working of course man i was working you know, but I was booking too, so I was champing a lot of divisions. <laughs> you were just you were just booking yourself as the champ. 
Of course, my yes. man. Doesn't yeah. everybody? Uh, it's, it's, to be fair, yeah, that rings a bell, yeah. actually. That does. It does. If, if it hadn't have been wrestling, what would it have been for you, Heath? Brother, where I grew up, there was only a few options, being honest. Um, like, literally, my town was a town of not even a thousand people, bro. We don't even have a stoplight. It's just a stop sign in the <laughs> intersection. Um, I always tell people, and I mean this, have you ever watched the movie Varsity Blues? I haven't, no. I'm, Damn, a, bro, a, 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 I'm an Blues, uncultured man. hick. I'm an uncultured hick over here. Hey, watch Varsity Blues, and I promise you that's exactly how I grew up. That's, I mean, bar none, country town. If you played sports, it shut down on Friday. Everybody's going watching high school sports. Uh, everyone knew everybody. I mean, it was just just how it was, you know? And um, if I didn't make it in wrestling, if I didn't leave and be like, you know what? I'm going to go and follow a dream and I hope to God it works. I'd probably be in the coal mines. Oh, or, wow. Dude, I'll be working the coal mines. I'll be either driving the diesel truck or I would probably be in the gas rig, you know, industry because there's a lot of like gas mines to wear and everything. So I'd probably be in one of those little categories gosh okay yeah so but you were hoping for wrestling to really pay off and and it certainly has well I mean, it has to like that's all i had after like i've just messed up in college because i was just an idiot teenager and everything so so i went to college i walked on and played some basketball got a good little scholarship for that um next thing you knew the whole student athlete thing i did the whole athlete thing and i was pretty well at it but the student part i didn't follow up with so <laughs> I lost everything. <laughs> Why was and that then? then? Were you just like not enthused by by learning? I, 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 hate, I hated school, man. Like even when, dude, literally the only reason I had a 2.5 is because I had to, to play sports. Like so I didn't was... get, I didn't, like if I, if I really tried, I would have, like, I wish now, you know, you know how, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and you look back and you're like, what the hell? You know, like, I really, I'm like, dude, why didn't you try? Like, you idiot. Like, I want to hit myself, but I don't want to hurt myself. You know what I mean? It's like, you idiot. Why didn't you just try? You could have had so many other opportunities, but you just threw all your eggs in this basket and said, you know what? This is what I want to do, and I'm going to do it, (laughs) you know? And I mean, don't get me wrong. It did pan out and it worked out and I'm blessed. I'm very, very, I'm a blessed, blessed man. Um, I had great guys in my corner telling me how to manage my money, you know, so I wouldn't go broke like everyone did in the eighties. Like it's one of those things to where like I had a good team behind me helping me. And now at a 39 years old of age, I'm comfortable. I'm happy. I'm damn having a blast doing what I'm doing. Like I'm, I'm good, man. Because that's the dream, isn't it? To be at a point where you can you can comfortably make the money that you need to make, and you've got all the world around you that you'll ever need. Brother, you didn't see that. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's a beautiful saying. That's you go, true. Ne- you you know, go that's next to the "I Got right. Kids" t-shirt. It's the same. Going right next to it, <laughs> fit beautifully. <laughs> um, exactly. The, the, we talk about education. Uh, you mentioned uh, the Bret Hart Mr. Perfect match from SummerSlam. In terms of a wrestling education, you get a good oh, yeah. one from that. Um, oh, yeah. you, was that one that you watched uh, as you were growing up? Because it sounds like it was a WCW house that you had. 
No, it was a hundred percent WCW house that I had. It's a <laughs> fact. Straight WCW man. NWA, WCW, that that WCW, you know, that <laughs> that family, you know. But WWF would always go too far north for us, you know, because like I probably went to two WWF events in my whole childhood, you know, just because it was like three and a half hours north to where like I, we would go, but it would be like once in a blue moon. But WCW and, and NWA would literally come to a civic center 30 minutes from my house to where we're just like, hell yeah. That's Sting a no brainer, isn't it? <laughs> you know? So yeah, I, I was I was straight WCW. But you would have been aware like the the significance of the WWF on the landscape and uh, oh for sure. It, for it, sure. It, I mean, how how soon was the transition from training to getting that developmental deal? Because I mean, it's it's when you look at when you look at like for example your Wikipedia Heath, it's it's very like there was Heath. He went to Curtis Hughes School and then had some matches. Then he joined the WWE. But there was obviously like that's a lot pa- packed into like two sentences. So like, how yeah. long was there between? sort of getting into the ropes the first time and signing with WWE. Brother, my, my story is so backwards from everyone else's. I mean, flip-flopped. Um, you know, you have guys that work 10 years, a, you know, a whole decade before they even make it in WWE. Like, that's just how it is. That's usually the stories you hear. I've working for this many years and I've made it, you know. Dude, my ass got down there started training loved it just man i fell in love bro like i worked at abercrombie and fitch (laughs) oh wow not many get to work there they were very selective of their staff i saw the documentary brother i did too and i had no idea i had no idea and i'm watching it i'm just like oh like damn they were just judging me because i'm so handsome you, know, like, <laughs> you must have watched that and gone, oh, I feel quite flattered. I didn't know any of this yeah, happened. I, I must have been very pretty. I'm like, hey, all right. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Now, anyway, like, I did, it, honestly, that documentary is wild, though, where you're just like, damn, they really did that. But anyway, I was working at Abercrombie & Fitch, and I was uh, training at WWA4 with Mr. Hughes. In a matter of two years, man, they, I, I like, I worked all in Georgia. That was my spot. I was all Georgia. But then WWE opened up a developmental spot. And then next thing you know, it was like I got my foot in the door. I wrestled on their TV thing and putting all their boys over for like six months. I got a tryout. I got signed. I'm with WWE for 16 years. So it's like, <laughs> brother, it's like, it's so backwards to where I'm just like, I'm literally like, I never got to go to Mexico or Puerto Rico or Japan. Like, oh no, <laughs> I want to do these things. But I'm like, well, shoot, I'm here, you know, where I <laughs> want to be. And you know what I mean? Like, it was like, a, and I was 23. I was 23 At years no old. No age. And to get the world <laughs> like that. Dude, 23. Like, I'm a, I'm a kid. You know what I mean? Like, just a kid. But, um, Dude, the nice thing is, what's nice is that you said that you had uh, like a good support team around you. So you certainly have one now. Uh, was it the yeah. same? Was it the same then as you were coming Dude, in? Like, my grandfather each month would send me money. Oh, bless him! I, my uncle Larry, he uh, passed away recently, and he's one hell of a human being. Just the the biggest heart of gold you'd ever see in your life. And he uh, literally helped me out throughout all my time there. Like, like I was literally working and then wrestling and then them sending me, you know, just a little bit of cash here and there just so I could make it, like, just survive, you know? Like, here, man, this is for a week of groceries. Here, man, here, this is for, like, some gas and this. Here, you know, just helping me through my ways, man. And if it wasn't for them, too, I would have had it so hard. I probably would have went back home. Who knows? You know, but with them in my corner – and my mom and my my girlfriend, you know, everything, it was like, it was working, you know? But then again, no, I was actually single at the time. It was just me and my dad going. <laughs> it was me and Strava. Um, But yeah, but like, I had a good base. Let's just say that. I had a good family base helping me. You were um, part of FCW when we, as we, as when Undertaker and Shawn Michaels had their first match at WrestleMania 25. Yeah. Uh, and as you say, you were you were watching that one uh, high above. Uh, who were you sat with watching that match? Out of interest, Look, honestly, I couldn't even tell you. You were just you were just drawn into the the Brother, whole thing. I, I, I know everyone was up there. It was all the boys. I, I at that time I couldn't tell you. I was just locked in, bro. Like it was. I was locked in. Like, that's all I can say. What's the uh, feeling when you're up there and you know you're part of like the system that brings people into this company and you're I, at I, WrestleMania I, 25 and you're like, this could be me one day. Like, this is where yeah. we're going. For sure. Like, it's one of those always hopes, you know, it's the Super Bowl. You know, it is the Super Bowl of all entertainment. But it is one of those things where you're just like, holy shit. I worked my ass off this whole year. Um, I'm here. I'm enjoying it. Even if you're in the little battle royal or whatnot, you're still walking down the 75 yard ramp. Good God, that ramp is so long. <laughs> um, 
And, Do they uh, prep you for that? Like when the ramp is that long, like is that that must be part of like the warm up to get right. down there? <laughs> you had yeah, totally like you, by the time if you really did your edge, like imagine Ultimate Warrior running down that ramp now, <laughs> man, I, I'd be so blown up. I'd just, <laughs> <laughs> He'd be know, done. It's like, all right, I got my cardio in today. But, but, but dude, literally, that, that ramp's a haul, bro. It, it's, it is a haul. You better have fireworks coming. You better have a cool little moment here. Go down, try to slap some hands, have another look. <laughs> cool little moment. Keep going. You know, like, you got to plan these entrances, too, just as much as you got to plan these matches. Because think about it, being real. When you have a badass entrance, it's it hits the mood for the whole match. Oh, you know gosh, what I mean? Man. Like it, it, it's Hollywood, man. Like it's Hollywood. It's it's one of those things where like it's a damn production and sit back and enjoy it, man. Right now, it's all about Impact Wrestling, and I want to get to that in a second. My last question about the WWE bit is based on something that you spoke to, you spoke on an interview about recently. You mentioned that you and the Nexus are in a messaging group together, like a WhatsApp group together. And uh, I'm keen to know who's the chattiest in that group and what was the last message that was sent in it? Brother, honestly, it's one of those things where we have the group, but it's probably every three to four months we talk you know just because we're all busy man yeah. we're all moving we're all chit-chatting and we're all busy but honestly i want to say the last chat that we did have was darren young commented to all of us saying hey did y'all get a message about the nexus documentary that they want to do and i just remember being like yes but i'm signed already so i can't do it and then I think Tarver didn't do it. They didn't ask Ryback. DB was with AEW. Like, so it was like, all right, well, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> but what gets me, man, is like, damn, that's been 12 years ago, maybe. And people still talk about it, bro. Like, that, that was one of those moments that where people said, what the hell? I mean, we might not have won that many matches, how it was planned out and all the bull crap, how they did it, man. SummerSlam still pisses me off. But it's one of those things to where, like, they should have had us dominate SummerSlam, go to Mania, let the whole super group of WWE beat us. But, like, there was so much they could have done, but there were so many egos flying at the time where they just didn't want to see – a group of rookies take a step forward, I'm guessing. Did you, yeah, that was the vibe that we kind of got watching it as well. <laughs> there was certainly well, that. that. That's the vibe we all got being in it too. Yeah. <laughs> what was the feeling after that match? And then we'll move on. Like after that match, when you know you kind of, this was meant to go a certain way and logically it should have gone a certain way. As you say, the egos have got involved. You've all got a bit pissed off by it. The match finishes, you head to the back. What's the mood? Brother, when we were there, they had us scheduled to win. And then four hours later, we'll lose. Mm. So it's like, what just happened, you know? Mm. So, it's like, I mean, I'm sure there's stories that everyone's heard that they already know. We don't have to get into it. But, you know, truth's already out there. Just look between the lines. More excitingly, you are a champion once more. You and Damn Rhino. Right I yeah, you are star-crossed Woo! lovers that keep finding each other. And here we are again. Uh, how is it different this time to the first time? 
Look at this guy. Look at us right here, man. Oh, there he is. Lovely signed photo of Heath oh, and yeah. Rhino. Hey, that, that's actually from my personal collection to put on wall anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it, it's a beautiful thing, man. I love that guy. He's one of my best friends in the world, inside the ring and outside the ring. Like, we're buddies, man. Like, I never in my life thought, like, me and Rhino, ECW crazy man beast. We're going to be best buds one day. Never in my life thought it. But damn it, it came and it's here. My kids, my kids literally call him Uncle Rhino. Like, oh. legit, legit call him Uncle Rhino. How's he been? <laughs> you know? It's just one of the things where, like, man, I love him to death. This was actually a goal two years ago. As soon as we got into Impact, well, me personally, you know, with Slammiversary two years ago, and then I got – to bound for glory got hurt all the bull crap happened with all that my goodness it was a pain but this was a goal for me and him years ago in impact because like it was one of those things to where like hell man we got gold here let's get some gold here you know let's have some fun with it and then two years pretty much later <laughs> it finally happened you know like Woo. It's, it's an obvious question, but did it take much persuasion of Scott Demore to, to get you guys back together and get you guys ro rolling again? No, man, not at all. It was one of those things where, like, when I got there, it was just already a layup. You know, it was a layup already. You know, so we tried it, but then I had to get injured. And then we tried it again, but he had to <laughs> get hurt. So then now we did it again, you know, third time's a charm, I guess, you know. So it finally worked out and everything. But no, this was this was a bucket list goal for me for Impact from the get-go, you know. I just can't believe it took this long to finally get there just because of injuries. Uh, Impact is presenting Overdrive on Friday the 18th of November. You can watch it on Impact Plus here in the UK and around the world as well. Uh, what are your hopes as a tag, as the, as a tag team uh, for not just Overdrive, but for going forward? Are there any particular teams in Impact or heaven forbid through a certain forbidden door uh, that you'd like to mix it up with? Oh, brother, there's a lot of teams I like to mix it up with. Uh, uh, the Major Bros, the Machine Guns. Um, you know, those boys in Impact, um, shoot, if the Forbidden Doors open, um, the Usos again, they've never beat us. Oh, you know? So there's that right there too, you know? When, they've never uh, beaten you, have they? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not many teams can say that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. That was uh, one of those things where like, and, and those guys, good God, they're tag team geniuses. Um, FTR would be great to work just because I love those guys and they literally think about the match and nothing else. You know what I mean? Hold on. It is FTR, right? It is FTR, yeah. <laughs> All right. right. Hey, I'm bad <laughs> names, bro. <laughs> you were, I could have said anything, anything then. You'd have been. Them, man, because I love those boys. They're good. They're, they are they are a phenomenal team. I love the fact that you guys, uh, when you got together, it was seen as sort of like an unorthodox, an underdog team. Uh, you're back here again. Um, what say you to people that see Heath and Rhino as an underdog tag team? What do you say well, to people? Uh, there, well, there is no way in hell they can call us an underdog tag team. That's exactly the first thing I'll say to them. You know, but unorthodox, different, that's 100% true. Because we are yin and yang, and that's a fact, bro. Like, <laughs> if I could tell you stories, you know, like, like if, if you would take an old married couple but young brothers 
and mix that, that's me and Rhino, man. Like, we fight like we're brothers, but we argue like we're a married couple. Like, it's... It, I wish I could just... I need to just start recording all this crap, man, just to put it out, because... It, it literally be something that we argue about and we'd just look at each other and then we'd just start laughing to be like, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> Let's, know, like, I tell you what, it seems appropriate to end on, on one particular Heath and Rhino married couple story. So Heath, uh, give us one. What you got? There, there, there was one literally where me and him uh, was going over a match and there's a picture of this backstage i think all the boys took it i don't know if they put it i think i put it out for rhino's birthday but we literally were in the back arguing about who wants to take heat and i'm just like bro i'll take heat i'm a better seller than you you know and he's like no you you're not a better seller than me you might be able to flop around better than me but that doesn't mean you're a better seller i'm like oh no bro i sell everything better than you you know so we're like we're like trying to argue about who's going to take the heat and then someone else will take the comeback. But we're literally back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth to where the time that we're doing it, we get tired. The next thing you know, next thing you know, I'm like, Hey man, I'm tired of this crap. Let's just talk about it a little bit later. Next thing you know, me and him both fall asleep on the couch. He's, <laughs> he's laying down to where it looks like his head's on my lap. And I'm like sitting in the recliner, you know, just passed out like that way. So it was one of those things where you can see that me and him's like, it's like we were arguing about a Netflix video. And then we passed out with the remote in our hand because we couldn't figure out what we wanted to watch. So that is a common thing that happens with me and Rhino. Like to where like you would see us arguing about something where people's like, good God, these two. And the next thing you know, we fall asleep together and we're cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> the the wholesome adventures of Heath and Rhino continue on Impact right. Insiders on Impact Plus uh, every Thursday night and with yep. Impact Wrestling Overdrive on November the 18th Friday night November the 18th on Impact Plus Heath it has been yep. an absolute pleasure to welcome you to Cultaholic Island and here is to many happy years together with your married Rhino have a wonderful life together <laughs> thank you my man for all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 